Hello and welcome to Viking Fuel. My name is Anthony and as always I'm broadcasting out of sunny San Diego. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the things that I've got going on uh, as a mead maker and then uh, we'll get a little bit into our episode. Uh, so um, I just recently got done bottling my coffee boche. Uh, and a lot of people have already tasted this one and they consider it uh, to be a lot like a white Russian, which to me, I think is a great compliment. Um, as I mentioned in the first episode, uh, I do really enjoy my uh, coffee and uh, I actually just started my first beer, which is Braggot, and uh, it's a coffee stout. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I did just start um, bottling my wildflower traditional. Uh, that one is currently sitting in the cabinet and I'm going to be sending a little bit of that to my brothers, Rick and Chris. Uh, so hopefully they'll enjoy it. And, um, I also just started my first sizer, which I'm really excited about. Um, cause that one should be done right around Thanksgiving. And I think it'll be the perfect time to break that bottle out and try it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some resources that I think uh, are really great for people to have. So first of all, I want to talk about a great place to get more knowledge about making mead, which is uh, the Modern Mead Makers Facebook page. If you haven't joined this Facebook group yet, I heavily suggest it if you're looking at getting into being a mead maker. It's uh, been a huge part of what I feel has made me successful in making mead. And uh, I feel like it's something that everybody should definitely look at if they're looking into being a mead maker. Uh, I also want to talk about um, another resource, which is called Firm Calc. So this is an app that you can download that uh, I use all the time to help me find the alcohol content in my meats. And uh, this app will actually touch into uh, what this episode is going to be talking about today, which is uh, taking hydrometer readings. So with hydrometer readings, uh, basically what you're doing is uh, trying to find out what the alcohol content is in your mead or um, other alcohols. It doesn't necessarily have to be mead that you're using this for. Um, and it also helps to uh, tell you how your fermentation is going and other things. Uh, so the way that you take your hydrometer readings is uh, for your first one, you want to make sure that you do this uh, prior to pitching your yeast. And um, you want to make sure that your must has cooled down to uh, about 68 degrees or room temp. 68 degrees is normally what they try to tell you to use because that's what your uh, hydrometer will be calibrated to. Um, so for your sample, what I normally like to do is I use a graduated cylinder and um, I'll pull a sample out using um, a, a turkey baster. Uh, it is important that you sanitize all of this equipment, basically anything that's going to touch your meat at any point in time. You want to make sure that's clean and sanitized. I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure all your gear is clean and sanitized. Um, but once you've pulled your sample, from there what you're 
gonna do is take your hydrometer, putting the heavy, thicker end inside your sample first, uh, and leaving the thin stem out. Make sure that it's in the middle of the graduated cylinder. Give the stem a light spin. Uh, this will help to release any bubbles that may be keeping your hydrometer from actually reaching the level that it's supposed to be at. Um, and as your hydrometer starts to settle, you want to look at the surface of the liquid and that will tell you what your reading is. And uh, for your first reading, this will be called your original gravity. Uh, you want to make sure you record this, uh, so I would say save some notes on your phone or buy a small notebook and write it down. But you want to make sure in some way, shape, or fashion you're keeping an idea of what your original gravity is. And then <clears throat> throughout the fermentation, uh, so basically after you've pitched your yeast, you no longer have to keep doing the readings before the yeast is pitched. You can do this after your yeast has been pitched now. Um, but after you've got your fermentation going, throughout the process, you're going to want to take more hydrometer readings. And uh, the reason you do this is for one, to make sure that the gravity is changing, which if it is, that is telling you that your fermentation is actually working. And uh, on top of that, it just in general give you an idea of how your fermentation is going. If it's slowing down, if it's uh, for some reason seems like it's not going at all, if it's stalling out, um, rather than just trusting your airlock, uh, the hydrometer is one of the best tools and resources to go to to figure out what's going on with your meat. Um, once you've gotten your uh, mead to the alcohol content that you think is where you want it to be at. Uh, from there, the reading that you take as your last reading will be called uh, your final gravity. And at this point, you either will stabilize your mead or uh, you'll go on to carbonate, which uh, we'll talk about those two subjects a little bit more in another episode. Um, but when do you know when to stabilize, when to uh, carbonate? Uh, that kind of depends on how much alcohol content you want in your mead. Um, a lot of people like to let their fermentation go all the way until the yeast tolerance happens, which uh, easy way to find out your yeast tolerance is to go onto the Scott Laboratory's website and look up your yeast and it'll give you Pretty much all the statistics you need to know about any yeast that you're using and um since we're on the subject of yeast uh i would like to just kind of mention the yeast that i like to use a lot of times are uh, k171b and uh, d47 but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use those yeast there are other strands available but don't just go and use baker's yeast or uh, a yeast that's used for food. Make sure you're using a yeast that's actually used for brewing because the way that these yeasts are uh, designed and reproduced is very different and they have different uh, things that they'll do in the fermentation process. 
So it is important to kind of make sure you're looking at a yeast that is for the purpose of actually making alcohol. Um, as for actually knowing what your alcohol content is, uh, that'll go back into that resource that I talked about earlier called FirmCalc. If you open up that app, there'll be uh, one of the buttons will say alcohol. If you hit there, it'll tell you where to put in your hydrometer readings. It'll even go as far as if you want, you can calibrate it using your temp control and uh, things like that. And it's a great resource to use. I use it all the time because I don't like doing the math to try to figure out what uh, my alcohol content is. I just pull up the app and it does everything for me. Um, so. This has been a short, sweet episode. Uh, next time, we'll talk a little bit more about stabilization and a few other things to get you farther in making mead. Uh, this has been Viking Fuel. Skull.